Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Saturday, March the 12th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the book of Deuteronomy, chapter 26, verses 16 through 19. Deuteronomy 26, verses 16 through 19. And uh, the other day, I was uh, visiting this uh, particular school, and the school was letting out. And uh, this little girl was running to get her mother, who was coming to pick her up. And uh, the little girl was waving a uh, paper in her hand. And uh, this must have been uh, a day of when they got their papers back from an assignment that they did. I think it was in penmanship. Uh, and uh, they had a gold star on the paper and uh, a very good written by the teacher. And the mother was praising the little girl for her achievement, which was very good. And the little girl said to the mother, she said, uh, look, I'm special, her mom, I'm special. And the mother said, oh, yes, you're very special, and went on and on and on. And uh, I guess all of us at some point in our lives, and we probably never outgrow it, we like to think that we're special, that somehow we're, we're unique. We have something that no one else has, and also it's recognized and honored. She has a gold star. The teacher wrote very good, and the mother has reinforced that the child is special, and uh, so on. And uh, that's good uh, as far as it goes, but hopefully it doesn't go too far, because we have a tendency to believe that if we're special, we're also exempt from the rules and regulations that others in the normal course of life have to uh, obey and follow. We began to think that not only are we special, but we're also not only exceptional, but that some people began to believe that they are exempt. The rules belong to others. We've seen that, huh? Rules for thee, but not for me. Uh, politicians dictating all kinds of mask wearing and uh, isolation and distancing and all kinds of rules and regulations and yet we see in their own lives uh, they don't obey the rules that they inflict on others on those that they are supposed to be serving and one gets the impression that uh, the people become the servants uh, rather than the other way around. And that causes us a great deal of resentment over their hypocrisy, because that's what it is. And uh, power has a tendency to do that. It has a tendency to make one think that they are exceptional and exempted from the ordinary rules and regulations that either they impose or are put in place to govern the people in general so that there's good order 
and peace and safety and so on. Well, in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, Moses calls all the people together. And he says, this day, the Lord your God uh, calls you and is in covenant with you, is in agreement with you, that you are to be his people, special to him, his own, as he promised, and that he will raise you high in praise and renown and glory above all nations he has made, and you will be a people sacred to the Lord, your God, as he promised. Wow, that's pretty heady stuff. We can relate to that. We often hear talk of America's exceptionalism, America's speciality, and uh, that for which we are unlike and unique in all the nations, blessed from sea to shining sea, and so on. And to a large extent, that's very true. But what is often overlooked is that Moses says, after he goes through all of this praising and how special and uh, they are the they are the Lord's own people he says be careful then to observe with all your heart and with all your soul God's commands statutes and decrees uh, he is to be your God and you are to walk in his ways and observe his statutes decrees, and hearken to his voice. See, because when you're special and when you have been given a blessing, it's not to be taken advantage of. It's to realize a responsibility, a responsibility to live up to that trust, to that gift, and that too often that's overlooked. Yes, I'm special. Yes, I have a talent. Yes, God has given me something very, very uh, blessed and unique. Well, we don't walk around pridefully and think that somehow we're not like the rest of people. We're above all that. In fact, just the opposite is the case. We are called to, in a deeper way, in a deeper way, to... Uh, share that gift, share that blessing, and to be a model and an example for others so that they may strive to be better than they thought they could be. Uh, in the Gospel, uh, which hopefully you will also look at, Matthew chapter 5, verse 43 to 48, Jesus says to his disciples, uh, who he has called, he said, you've heard the commandment. You are to love your countrymen, hate your enemy. Uh, my command to you is love your enemies and pray for your persecutors. In other words, yes, you're my disciples. Yes, you have this commandment, uh, a very a minimal commandment. Love your own and stay away from and even hate your enemy and those who are different than you. And Jesus says, because I have chosen you, because I have called you, 
to be my disciple. I'm raising the bar. I'm expecting more of you. With your exceptionalism comes expectations, comes responsibility. And that too often is overlooked. You know, I think of the little girl with waving her paper and her mother uh, assuring her how special she is. What happens further in life when disappointment comes, when others do not recognize how special she is because maybe she hasn't performed in a special way? She hasn't achieved that gold star and that A. Maybe she has a disappointment. She didn't make the cheerleaders or the dance team or get on the athletic team. Or her grades were not all A's with gold stars. How does she handle that? See, that's, that's the downside of all of that. Uh, when you over-expect and under-achieve or accomplish, you're in for a disappointment. But we all have to deal with disappointments. Life is filled with disappointments. We ought to ask ourselves, what was my expectation? Uh, what were my limitations? We all have limitations. And so I think it's very important for us, uh, especially in this holy season of Lent, that the Lord calls us. Through our baptism, we are called by Almighty God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We are Christians, Catholics, disciples of Christ. It doesn't mean that we are exempt. It means that we are called to witness and to live in a deeper way, a, a more intimate way with Almighty God. We are blessed with the gift of faith. It's a tremendous gift, it's one of the most precious gifts along with faith and charity. We have the privilege, the blessing, to offer the holy sacrifice of the Mass, to hear the Word of God, uh, to be able to communicate with Almighty God through prayer. It's a special blessing. It's a special grace. But with it comes a special responsibility. And so as we're concluding the first week of Lent on this Saturday, let us look back over this first week from Ash Wednesday until this Saturday today. And let us examine and see if the ashes that we put on our forehead or had put on our forehead on, on uh, Ash Wednesday, are they still there? Invisible but inward. Have we also walked faithfully in this first week, in this first week, closer and closer to the Lord? Or have we grown, in some instances, further away and believe that this season really doesn't apply to us uh, as it does to others? No, it's a call for us to grow ever deeper into the mysteries and truths of this holy season. 
And as the psalmist says, happy are those who walk in the law of the Lord. Happy are they who observe his decrees, who seek him with all their heart. May we be truly happy in the gift of our faith, the gift of this holy season. And happy will we be if we walk ever deeper each day in the mystery of that gift. God bless you.